You're listening to the It's Her Time podcast with Cody and Jess. Welcome back to the It's Her Time podcast show. Um, For those of you who are new here, my name is Cody Sanders, and I'm a holistic health practitioner and a functional nutritionist. And my favorite thing is to talk to us girls all about our amazing bodies so we can better understand how to take good care of us ourselves and be able to show up as our best selves every single day. Now, today we're going to talk all about how to exercise with our unique cycle. You may have noticed that there are times during your monthly cycle where your motivation and your physical stamina are just lacking when it comes to your fitness routine. No matter how motivating your trainer is while telling you to push through one more rep or the Peloton instructor who's saying push, you may just find that there are times where you just aren't feeling that motivation. This isn't because you're lazy. Instead, the secret lies in our unique female monthly cycle and what day of the month it is for each of us. On today's episode, we're going to discuss all the science about how to exercise with our cycle. But before we go into all of this, let's join Jess for a Mixers Girl Say. On today's Mixers Girl Say, we are going to actually talk about some mixers in the future products. Dropping some hints. I'm like, dropping some hints, girls. How hesitant was I? I'm like, what should I say? (laughs) Um, Over here at Mixers, we're really trying to create a product line that gives women every single supplement they could need from morning till night and enjoy them, have them be something so delicious, have them be fun to use, easy to take on the go, on vacations, whatever. Mm -hmm. We want mixers in your life. And something really fun, a little hint is that mixers will actually be expanding and helping to take care of some other people in your life. Smallish people in your life. (laughs) Yes. And we'll leave it there. So we're excited for some upcoming products. Yes. And another product that we're excited to um, have in the lineup is something that will help the mixers women mm-hmm. have more luscious hair, beautiful, strong nails, mm-hmm. <laughs> some glowing skin. Um, and you're going to feel glamorous. Less fine, <laughs> less fine lines. Uh-huh. Um, yes. <laughs> I think that we suck at this game because I think we're being I think too we're awesome. Another, like, so we know it's this, we know it's this. Hey, it's fun. We we think it's actually fun to have some insiders and have women know what we're up to. Um, we think that these products will be really fun for women to add into their lives and to add into their homes for other mm-hmm. members of their families or just people around them that they love and want to take care of because we do recognize that a lot of your mixers products are being used by other individuals in your home, which we love. We love love that. But we wanted to make something more specific for some of these people. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, You know, when it comes to why we choose the, the products that we do end up creating and formulating for you girls, 
Um, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. It comes from a lot of feedback from a lot of you. Um, but we also aren't like just wanting to just throw spaghetti at the wall and just throw out these crazy mm-hmm. ideas. It's more like there's a purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, we want our products to actually stand apart um, and be something that will be effective for you. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of time and energy that goes into it. So that's why you can tell that we get very excited because um, the anticipation like builds in us. We just can't wait to introduce some of these helpful products to you. We can't, you know, into the world, but we love having you as our podcast um, and YouTube community be like the first in the know. This is why you want to be here, girls. This mm-hmm. is why you tune in every single week because there's lots of ways that we love to um, to kind of drop hints and and let you guys be in the know a little bit sooner than some of the other areas of our community. So we love it. Thank you for being here. And now let's get into the episode. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S. Okay. As it turns out, most research in fitness, as we've talked about many times on this show, is done on men and then just applied to women. That means the fitness routine that you may have felt like you failed might not be because of your willpower, but because it was developed for a non-cyclical creature like a man and was just then deemed good enough for you. You're not a failure. You're uniquely, you're a uniquely cyclical creature. Many women notice a big difference in the quality of their workouts during their menstrual cycle because of the fluctuating hormone levels. So I'm here to tell you that the secret to exercise success is syncing our cycles to our fitness routine. Let's get right into how we do this. To sync our cycle to our self-care and fitness routine, we first need to understand some basics. While the period is the most noticeable part of the cycle for most of us, it isn't the only thing we want synced up with our workouts. Now, I'm going to ask you girls, are you tracking your cycles? I know many of you are because we talk about the benefit of it all the time on the show. For those of you who are not yet, or for those of you who are looking for a really easy and fun way to track your cycles, make sure to download the Mixers Period Tracking app. You'll get a daily view on where you are each day and what phase you're in, which is so fun and unique you know, compared to other tracking apps that are out there. And you're also going to get tips on how to exercise, how to eat, and how to live your best life according to what's going on with your hormones. It's awesome and it's free, so why not? All right, let's go into it. Let's talk all about cycle phasing and your workout. Now, during a woman's cycle, our hormones uh, flow can follow kind of a pretty general pattern. It's going to be a little different for each of us, but here's the gist of it. During days one through 14 is considered our follicular phase. And this is from the first day of our period all the way through ovulation. During this time, our estrogen levels start to rise as the body prepares for ovulation. About days one through seven, could be less depending on you, um, our uterine lining is being shed, and that's what's known as our period. Just prior to our period, our estrogen and progesterone levels were at their absolute lowest level in our cycle. But by day three, estrogen starts to rise again, and also testosterone isn't too far behind it. 
Now, the next thing that happens is ovulation. All right, so ovulation happens roughly mid-cycle and is only a day-long event. To trigger ovulation, estrogen levels need to be at their peak. And then following ovulation, our progesterone levels also then begin to rise. The day after ovulation is the onset of our next phase, which is called the luteal phase. As far as energy goes... It's good to know that prior to ovulation, our estrogen and our testosterone rise. And so with estrogen peaking and that then triggers ovulation, our energy and our stamina and our mental endurance all is going to feel amazing because it can increase during this time thanks to those hormones. Then we get into the luteal phase. Like I said, this is usually, depending on you again, days 15 through 28. This is the phase after we have ovulated. Our body produces more estrogen at this time to trigger ovulation, um, which then comes down, but doesn't drop um, as you move into your luteal phase. During this phase, progesterone then, what they did does is it rises up to its highest point. Once the body recognizes pregnancy hasn't been achieved, our estrogen and our progesterone levels then start to decline, um, which is what is going to trigger our period. It's important to note that this is just a general framework for discussing our menstrual cycle. Not every woman is going to ovulate on day 14, and not every woman has a 28-day cycle. But with consistent tracking, like I was talking about, you'll be able to adjust based on your unique cycle. Depending on where you are in your cycle, you have different advantages and disadvantages at the gym or on the field. And that's what I mostly wanted this whole conversation to be about today. So let's dig into how to exercise with our cycle and then how to leverage our hormones to maximize our energy and even our athletic performance. All right. Our hormones, like we've talked about, they fluctuate throughout the month and our, these fluctuations can either bolster our workout in many ways, or they can kind of hold us back. So instead of getting frustrated by periodic shifts in our energy or our ability, we can just plan our workouts accordingly to give us the advantage that we're looking for. So I want to go back briefly back to the phases because I went through that super fast, but let's go back through again. And we're going to talk about our menstrual phase. Okay. This is during our period. Let's talk about how to exercise. So while you're on your period, we may find that a gentle walk or stretching and some easy movement are really the best um, types of exercise for us to help reduce discomfort. And it can, it's a really great way to match our energy levels. It's normal to have low energy levels the first day of our period and to feel less active, especially if we're struggling with things like cramps or bloating. However tempting it may be to just hit the alarm and stay in bed, I still am going to encourage you girls to get up and move because gentle exercise can actually help to alleviate those cramps and it can actually help to improve our energy. It can also then help to improve and imbalance our moods and give us just an overall sense of well-being. It may not seem like it even when the thought of exercise just sounds absolutely torturous, but once you get moving, your symptoms should improve and you'll feel better, I promise. But let's say that you're an athlete. I know I get a lot of girls that say, okay, you've taught me about cycle syncing, but does this mean that I'm automatically weaker and I have to dial back my athletic routine because I'm on my period? Nah, far from it. You might even find that even early in the follicular phase, you're actually able to lift more weight and you can maybe tolerate higher intensity interval training. Um, And you might feel like you can push yourself a little bit more, but this is the bottom line and kind of the continuous theme of this entire episode. I want you girls to learn how to listen to your body and how to honor how you feel. In fact, how you feel is is a more important indicator than any doctor or any health expert telling you how it should be. 
All right, let's go into the follicular follicular phase. This is when your period um, ends and then as you go in towards ovulation. So we talked about this increased estrogen and testosterone um, during this phase of your cycle and how it can make it easier for us to work out harder. It's actually a great time also for us to build muscle. This is when cardio and strength training routines can actually feel their best and be most productive. Yes, while even while you're on your period, your estrogen levels are rising. So you may find that um, around day three of your period that your energy is up and your exercise stamina begins to follow. And then with each day in your follicular phase leading up to ovulation, you're going to feel this energy like increase. You're just going to feel it grow and grow. So then we hit ovulation. Now, this is just a one-day event. um, And like we talked about, but the days surrounding it can also leave you feeling even more energized. Around the end of week two to the beginning of week three, which for most women is ovulation time, ovulation time, you may find that you can withstand higher levels of exertion than during any other time of the month. All right. Some women will almost immediately though, as soon as they start getting later into their luteal phase, are going to notice shifts in their exercise tolerance and performance um, after they ovulate. So for most others, it will be the week before their period. That's when they experience a marked decline in exercise tolerance, along with having um, trouble with um, thermal regulating. Our bodies can retain more water at this time, and they're going to have more difficulty cooling down in this phase, which, as you could imagine, can significantly hinder our workout. So staying hydrated with an attention to electrolytes like her hydration prior to exercise can be super helpful, as well as making sure that you're wearing breathable clothing and exercising in a cooler environment. Now, speaking of cool, I think it's super cool to use this information about our body and about this phase we're in to our advantage and to take the time to incorporate more recovery time in our schedule. Leveraging some Pilates and yoga as we near our period can help support our body's needs the best. It's interesting, and I do think it's good to know too, that if you're feeling more hungry right before your period, know that this is totally normal. There's a really good reason for it too. The reason is, is that our body is slightly less insulin sensitive during this time, and our need for calories is much higher, especially those carbohydrates. Um, It's going to be, there's a reason that we're craving them. So I encourage you girls to listen to your body's needs and eat in a way that you feel is best or focus on increasing your calories by just five to 10%. Take the approach that serves you best. I like to take the approach of adding in more things like fruits and roots. These whole food carbohydrates help to satisfy our body's needs and our cravings during this time the best. All right, bottom line is tracking our cycle and incorporating different workouts into our routine helps get the most out of our workouts. Plus, it adds variety to our exercise regimen. Tailoring our exercise to our cycle is more than just period syncing, but rather syncing our entire monthly cycle to include the different phases. I want to make sure in this episode to leave you girls feeling like total experts about how to exercise during ovulation, during working out while on your period, and how each phase has its own activities based on the hormone changes that are happening. So let's go through each phase again and let me share with you what the best exercises are for each. I'm just going to give you a list because I think it will be helpful for you to refer to. 
All right, some of the best exercises that you can do during this first phase, the follicular phase. Remember, after our period's over, our hormone levels begin to increase and higher levels of estrogen and testosterone during this time make it the perfect time for us to do strength training. Some of the exercises that we definitely want to make a part of this phase is things like running or doing high-intensity interval training, cycling, strength training, weight training, and body weight conditioning. All of these are going to feel good and will be super effective because they work with what's going on hormonally for each of us. Now let's go into ovulation. Uh, we experience hormone peaks when ovulating, like we've discussed. We may find that we're feeling super energetic during this time, which is incredible for working out. Anything that makes us burn a few extra calories and sweat a little bit more during this time is ideal. Exercises that you should make sure you're doing during your ovulatory phase are, again, things like high-intensity interval training or HIT, cycling, running, weightlifting, and swimming. These are all things that your body are going to love and be able to recover from from really well. Okay, in the luteal phase, let's talk about the best exercises that you can incorporate during this phase. Now, after we've ovulated, we may feel a bit sluggish, especially after the increased energy that we've experienced from the days before. During the first days of our luteal phase, our progesterone is rising and our estrogen levels then start to dip and then come back up again. Then both of these uh, hormones are going to taper off just before our period begins. These fluctuations mean we'll have better energy levels at the beginning of our luteal phase and then towards the end, we're going to start feeling a little tired and less inclined to exercise. Again, listen to your body and do what feels right to you. At the beginning of the luteal phase, you're going to find that you want to continue with things like your hit, your running, dance, or spin class. But if you find that your endurance dips and you're less inclined to push through like you did a week or two before, that's okay. Just adjust without question because I promise you girls, it's not going to make or break you. Towards the end of the luteal phase, I'm going to suggest that you incorporate more things like low impact cardio and walking or hiking or yoga. Swimming is always great. And also Pilates. You can, of course, continue any form of exercise that you prefer prefer through any time of your cycle and then just modify it. Modify the intensity to match your energy and hormones in that phase. I just know for me, but before I understood all of this, I felt so frustrated and would just try to push through um, even when my body was like, please stop, don't do it. And, you know, I just had that, I don't know, I guess you call it that go big or go home kind of approach. And I'm here to tell you that it didn't work. I just end up exhausted and my pants actually would end up feeling tighter. And I just know now that that approach is actually counterproductive when it came to my goals. So I think you girls can probably relate to all of that because I hear from so many of you that are like, I have felt so good. I had all this energy and I felt like I was getting in shape and I was increasing my endurance and I was building my strength. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like I'm a beginner again. So if this sounds like you, then just know this is not necessarily like you're not progressing. It might just be that your hormones are trying to tell you that you need to ebb and flow with your hormones, depending on what phase of your cycle you're in. Okay, so let's talk about our period, our menstrual phase. Um, Like I mentioned, before. It's not only safe to exercise when you're on your period, but it can actually help with some of the symptoms that can accompany the first few days of our period. So while many women are going to shy away from working out while on their period, it's not necessarily a time to avoid exercise altogether. Sure, if you're doubled over with cramps, exercising is not going to sound very fun. It's not going to sound ideal, but some gentle movement may be just the thing to help alleviate some of your symptoms. 
If you're feeling super tired, the best thing to do is just listen to your body. I can't say it enough, right? Don't try to overdo it with a strenuous workout. Some of the exercises I recommended um, during, or that I recommend during this time of the month are simple things, kind of like easy on your body things, but still count. Things like walking and yoga and Pilates and honestly, just stretching feels so good because we all know sometimes like muscles get a little extra tight, especially in the lower back. Stretching is amazing. Okay. Let's dive into something else that's interesting here. One of the things that I get asked a lot and I want girls to really understand is, can exercise affect our period? And what I mean is we've talked about how our menstrual cycle affects our energy and athletic performance, but what about the other way around? Can exercise affect our menstrual cycle? And the short answer is yes, absolutely. Normal, regular exercise impacts our hormones in very positive ways. It's a good thing. Healthy levels of moderate cardio and resistance training can actually do wonders for our health. But sometimes excessive exercise or workouts um, at a very elite level can lead to changes in our menstruation, especially when this level of exercise is coupled with under eating. Some women even lose their periods altogether, which is known as amenorrhea. This threshold is different for every woman. You know, we're all unique. And some women are prone to experience cycle changes with exercise and diet routines um, that don't affect other women. It's a very delicate balance and you really just have to find what works for you. So one of the things that people will notice is they start to experience irregular periods. So when we are putting our bodies through extreme stress levels, it can determine that now is not the best time for getting pregnant. Um, So it shuts down ovulation, which then leads to an irregular cycle. So if you start exercising intensely and you're not consuming enough calories to compensate for this increase in activity, your body is actually viewing that as stress. And this can result in irregular periods, like I said, or a loss of your period altogether. And some women may just experience things like a lighter or shorter flow than normal after embarking on a new exercise routine. And some women experience heavier um, bleeding or they will have spotting during the month in between their period. So if you've noticed a difference in your period since changing your fitness regimen, you may need to have your hormone levels checked. And I'm going to especially encourage you to get your progesterone levels checked, ideally on day 21 of your monthly cycle. This is the approximate day that your progesterone levels should be at their peak. And if your progesterone levels, as you test them, come in low, this can be a telltale sign that your body is not handling the stress you're putting it through very well at all. So there's a reason that a lot of athletes do, female athletes do lose their period. It's common Um, because of the severe strenuous exercise and then also sometimes the poor fueling that result in a significant hormone imbalance. Even though just recreational athletes, they can lose their period too or experience irregularities in their cycle. It doesn't just happen to Olympians or professional ballerinas. Amenorrhea can manifest due to any combination of overexercise, under-eating, weight loss, or just stress in general. Many elite athletes and more casual exercisers experience all of these things in some form, and it's the perfect storm that results in the loss of our period. If you lose your period after beginning a new fitness routine or training program, although I know it may seem like it's a gift from heaven, it's actually not. You're going to want to meet with a licensed healthcare provider to have a thorough thorough workup on your health done. Because remember, having a healthy period is a sign of health. It's a health marker. Not having a healthy period is a warning that your body is actually in dis-ease. 
So exercising with your cycle doesn't have to be this huge, complicated endeavor. I want you girls to like check in with your own intuition um, because you are already having the cues from your body. I know you have. It's a matter of just respecting though the signals that your body is giving you and then not unfairly trying to hold yourself to the same standards as maybe your male non-cyclical counterparts. Because I promise implementing these strategies that we've talked about today can support your hormones so that they work with you and not against you to take your to help you achieve your fitness goals. It's a serious game changer when we know how to tap into our female superpowers all month long. I'm telling you, when I have worked with clients who have struggled and have felt frustrated because they've maybe hit a plateau, when we've really gotten in tune with what's happening with their monthly cycle and adjusted their workouts and their nutrition accordingly, all of a sudden their body was like, thank you. And it just allowed the excess weight or it allowed the muscle building or whatever it is their, um, their body composition goals they had, it allowed them to achieve it. So anyways, I feel like this is something that if we can all become pros at, we're going to be able to benefit much more than if we just try to exercise like every human being on the planet. All right. Was this fun? Do you feel like you've learned something new or have a better handle on how to implement these strategies into your life? I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can share your thoughts in the comment section below. If you're watching us on YouTube or if you're um, leaving us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform, you can also join us um, and join the conversation in the Mixers Girl community by visiting our website, mixers.com. That's M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com. Just go to the top right-hand corner and click on community to join. Thank you again for tuning in. It's always so fun to get together and have these empowering conversations. If this episode was helpful, please share this episode with the girls in your life. I hope you'll join us again next time. Just know that we drop new episodes every single Tuesday. And if you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode because they will be right there ready for you to watch or to listen to. Until next time, I hope you tap into your superwoman powers and really listen and honor your body as nourished and are active during all phases of your monthly cycle. I know you can do it and I know you're gonna love it. Have a very happy and healthy week, girls. We'll talk soon. Bye.